Anyways, uh, listen, good evening, good night, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning, depending on what time you listen to this podcast. But right now we are recording. It is April the 2nd at 9.27 p.m. Thursday, uh, day something or other of the, this pandemic. And I think it's like almost 14 days of since uh, they began the lockdown here in Toronto. We might as well just make this day one or day two now because right? we know we have a full three months. So official, three months. official yeah. on April 1st. So we know we're going all the way till the end of the June, till end of mm-hmm. June with this, right? So we well, might as well just say this is day two. All right, so day two. This is uh, this is day two of. Uh... I am Legend, the sixth edition. <laughs> <laughs> and you are tuned in. You're dialed in. You're locked into hashtag uncensored, which is the podcast version of our radio program hashtag, which usually takes place Saturday oh God, mornings. Sound like wearing bunkers. I know, right? It's usually, <laughs> the radio takes takes place. <laughs> Could you let me get through this? God damn. So uh, we usually are live on the radio every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on Vibe. Not no more. But uh, <laughs> not for the time being. They, they closed. They closed. The earth is closed. <laughs> the planet is closed. The earth is closed today. Today. The earth, the earth is so closed that apparently oh, big the shots president. To Tony Stark. Big shouts to Tony Stark. The, the 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 earth is so close that apparently in the Philippines the president is like yo y'all stay inside or I'm He's shooting killing people out there I'm gonna <laughs> shoot you He's killing that, people it ain't in even India, right. they whip you if they catch you in the street <laughs> that's how that's how squats that's how closed the planet is but we yeah. are being all lollygaggy and nice with our people here people are going out in the park and having parties like Tori was Tori was on the radio today. Furious, yeah, he's cheesed, he was, fully cheesed. But we're gonna, we're gonna get it, we're gonna get into that because he's, he's and, rightfully and so. Doug Ford too, he was furious, still. Rightfully so. Let me just say off jump, we can stop comparing Doug Ford to Donald Yo, Trump. Yo, big up Doug oh, Ford. Man, yeah. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> big up Doug I'll Ford. Give him, I'll Yo, give him he, some props. He's been, yeah, he put on his big boy pants and he's doing yes. his he job right now. He yes. he's doing an and, amazing and, job. And, 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 and I'm glad to say it because it just mm-hmm. goes to show we give credit where credit is due. The where man due, stepped exactly. up and he's really taking the crisis mm-hmm. way more seriously than uh, anybody could have hoped for. So, so shouts out to Doug yeah. Ford. He's doing yeah. a, good, a great job. I'll give but, him that. Um, yeah, man. So uh, we're obviously, uh, we're not going to be on Vibe anytime soon, but we always <laughs> show love to our Vibe brethren because there's still mm-hmm. people at the state holding it down. Of course, uh, uh, oh yeah, we should probably introduce ourselves. Uh, yours truly, uh, your man Solitaire is on the line. Hey, and who else, who else, who else is here? Hey, Sally, just back off of your mic just a touch, okay. just a bit. Okay. Right. Yeah. Right? That's, I feel like I'm an MC. Hot. Hugging the mic. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, who else we got in the building? It, well, not in the building, but in, in the podcast. In their building. In their building. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, it's your man, Rudy Fox. Hey. <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm chilling like everyone else is. We're Everybody all, else. We're chilling right now. But um, Who else we got? Who else glad we that got we in could the place still do this, though. I'm glad we could do this. Yeah, I'm glad we worked out the, the kinks. Uh, who, else we got, who else we got out there? Miss Misha Gay? Hey there. Hi, that's me. I'm here. Hi. And, and, Hello. How how you doing, girl? How you how you holding oh, down? You know, just such, quarantining, such a pretty po- quarantining, chilling. Such a I did podcast. 
I did my live podcast for why I don't know. <laughs> I just want you to know that I was spying you. I definitely tuned in. How was it from your tuned view? Tuned in. Uh, I, and, well, I, I was in there for about five minutes. It was cool. It was cool. The, you're not saying the podcast. You're talking about the IG live, the live stream. The, the IG live. live. Yeah. yeah. And she was talking to tricks. I wanted to call in so bad, but I was like, you know, let me just. You should have called in. I know. I was gonna but yeah, next tricks. time. But the thing is, you yeah, learn very quickly. Never, never try to go toe to toe with a comedian. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you will lose every time. You will lose every time. But anyway, it was good though. Was good though. And last but not least, listen, we we're we're, we're officially Voltron today because we yeah. we, we have resurrected a Look missing component since we came on <laughs> from Vibe One Hundred Five to online. No better. Nina is joining us. Hello. Hey, Sorry for the you. planet that we're leaving behind for you, young millennial. But uh, it's it's dire straits for you right now. Nina, how many yeah. how much Chick Fil A have you had delivered to you, Nina? Uh, they don't deliver to my house, so like. <laughs> Why? Because you Actually, live in Brampton. No, Woodbridge. <laughs> Where do you live, Richmond Hill? No, Woodbridge. <laughs> Woodbridge. Sorry, sorry. So Chick Fil A doesn't deliver to Woodbridge. No, but Cheesecake Factory they... does. Do they? That's pretty good. For eight ninety nine from Yorkdale. Yeah. Yeah, but hold on. Did you hear how much it costs to deliver though? They eight ninety nine. Ten dollars. Said it. Co- Yo, look, oh, the you, delivery like, charges ten dollars. Yes. Yeah. Plus the amount of money for the food. The food. Yeah. Crazy. No, I the think food, that's fair. That sounds fair. Right now, because they're doing if you spend over a certain amount, it, it's a free delivery, and like I hit that amount anyways. So like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my you good out here. Yeah, good. exactly. So yeah. You're, you're, now you're not out here like the rest of your millennial uh compadres uh quarantining mm-hmm. like uh fuck the quarantine man, we're gonna party. You know, and, and and but nonsense. yesterday you know, yesterday I went uh because I've been running on the track ever since the gym closed and like doing my workouts there. Yesterday mm-hmm. I was on the track and they closed all the parks and stuff in Vaughn as well, right? And they put mm-hmm. signs on there, everything. And then yesterday, there was like 25 of us on the track. Oh, no. I was like, are you kidding me? So today, I just took the sidewalks. I was like, and, forget and, it. And, and that's there were less why. on the sidewalk. Yeah, but I was like, I'm not taking, if the police pull up and start fining, I'm sprinting. I know, I know. So, <laughs> imagine. And that's why Mayor, to- yeah. Mayor Tory is cheesed, because he's like, yo, fam. What are you guys doing? Yeah, out here, yeah. man. These guys are uh, breaking into like these outdoor facilities. Not like this. The, obviously, yo, all I want to do is work out, fam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, so yo, listen, I just we want to bust a sweat, Reggie. For facts, for facts, facts, facts. <laughs> I feel like I've gained some pounds since this whole shit's Ooh. gone down. Like, because I've been home and I just keep going back to the fridge for no reason. <laughs> I swear to God, I keep going to the fridge just because I'm like, what else? What else is there to do? I know. Mm-hmm. Yo, man. Just keep running on the spot. <laughs> I'm trying to gain weight. But this is good for me. I'm going to come out of this fat. I gotta say, having a having a dog definitely helps because you have to get outside at some point because this dog oh, yeah, is like, that's hey, true. Uh, uh, is it time to play? Up. Is it time to play? He, he, he needs constant attention, so that that's oh definitely healthy, uh, helpful for me. But um, so listen, how do you how do you want to do this? Since we have Nina back now, we were discussing earlier about doing the poll question. So should we talk about should we do the poll question now, and then talk about it, and then put it online when we launch the podcast, and then ask for votes on it? Why do you guys want to do that? Well, sure, yeah, that because if someone's listening to this, they can obviously open Instagram at the same time they're listening to the podcast. So right, exactly. let's do the poll and um, okay. you guys can go to our 
Instagram account and put your mm-hmm. vote in there. We That's already right. have a poll up from before we started recording tonight because yeah. tomorrow's going to be a big day in terms of Doug Ford again stepping up to the plate saying he's going to release the numbers that he's getting the worst case scenario numbers. Mm-hmm. And um, Justin Trudeau doesn't want to do that for his worst case scenario numbers for Canada. But Doug Ford's like, I want people to know what I know. And I think he actually wants to scare people in order to get these guys to finally stay home home or whatever. So we already have that poll. Busy. Yeah. Yeah. So we already have that poll on Instagram now. So hopefully people have voted on. Do we have any results at Mm -hmm. all from that yet, Nina? Uh, On Twitter. Yeah. Uh, We have eight votes on Twitter. And um, do you guys want me to read the poll or like? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because we could talk about we could give our answers right now. So, okay, so uh, basically what we're saying is, so Justin Trudeau uh, doesn't want to release model numbers of COVID-19 out of fear-inducing mass panic. But Doug Ford says that Ontarians should know what he knows. (laughs) With many people ignoring the social distancing rules because of nice weather, do you think the numbers should be released? Your options were yes, 100%. No, it will go haywire or already have it, so I don't care. And we actually have a vote there. Oh, my I God. Just, first, oh, wow. First of all, it says I already have it, so I already don't have care. It, already yeah. Yeah. The oh, thing is the I don't care part is where I'm like, yo, you're not cool. Can I give you guys an inside scoop? That, vo- that, that vote was me. Chill out. Now, wait. Well, what I'm saying is I misunderstood what it was saying. Oh, oh my I, God. I, I obviously don't have coronavirus what i thought you were saying i have this i thought you were saying i'm cutting that clip obvious. right where before you said i don't have it and i'm posting because <laughs> i was saying I, I, I understood the question to the, the the response to say i have it as in i have the numbers already so i don't care whether or not they announce it that's what i yeah, that's how i interpret it mm-hmm. well sure. obviously yeah listen so I've been sure. I've been quarantining. Okay. <laughs> so, so what's so what's the poll that we're gonna post now after the show? What's that? One? So oh so yeah I I don't I don't think okay let me just explain it. So basically what I <laughs> what I was trying to say was I don't know the poll we're gonna post until after we do the show because oh. I want it to be around a conversation that okay, we have. Okay. Okay. That's what I was trying to say, <laughs> but I wasn't sure if you guys understood that because I used to do that with um, educated and reckless. Okay. We used to do that, find a clip from the podcast, and then actually post a poll on that because we might talk about something that that's yeah. not even on the page and might go off track, right? So yeah, and that okay. could generate more of a cool. So thing. just keep an eye on our Instagram account and. Maybe we'll start doing more polls throughout the week as well. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm going to grab my laptop charger right now. Here you go. <laughs> You're giving ready a lot of editing work to do. Sorry. I uh, know. It's all good, man. We usually just post the raw thing. Like, we just. Anyways, yeah. We, we're one take. One take things. So they'll be all right. They're not doing nothing either. <laughs> but yeah, so what what I was saying with that is that's, that's kind of, I mean, I was kind of like a. An interpolation of that. So I was thinking that she was going to come up with a poll question that we would announce on the show, talk about it, and then when the show comes out, we post it as a poll question. But even I think it works like posting. I'm not again. I'm not a post. This is not a to oppose posting a poll question before the show. I'm right. just saying it makes sense to have one that is. We will have one after the show once after we have our conversation, but. We could talk about this poll question right now. Do you guys think Doug Ford's doing the right thing? Do you think Justin Trudeau's doing the right thing in terms no, of, of course yeah. because he doesn't want to freak people out with worst case scenario numbers? Mm-hmm. 
But um, Doug Ford's like... I, I think providing the public with as much information, solid, real, factual information as possible, although this is a projection, um, if it's coming from healthcare professionals and people that are on the front lines and can actually... Uh, get that data and it's proper and correct, then why not tell us what we could possibly be facing if we're not listening? Well, yeah. can I yeah. respond to that? Because mm-hmm. world leaders get threats daily in terms of threats to the nation that they don't tell us about because it doesn't pan out half of the time. So if Justin Trudeau has numbers that says a million, the worst case scenario is a million Canadians die and that doesn't... That doesn't happen per se, but mm-hmm. now people are super freaked out again. I'm okay with freaking people out if it means that these people will finally mm-hmm. stay the fuck home. But that's part of the reason why world leaders err on the side of not telling people these things that they find out because they know about things all the time that they don't tell us about that don't pan out. But that's the thing. How do we measure what's more important from what's less important if the world leaders are going to be the ones measuring that? And obviously, they haven't been they taking shit seriously because we're here now, right? So their measurement for providing us with information has been fucked up on that scale, if ag- that's how we're looking at it. I don't agree with that because they get threats. They know about things all the time that they choose not to tell us for the sake of... But this is, not- but this is one example. Oh, you're saying this time, they, in this yeah, case, I'm this, yeah, this specific case, they've been fucking up on information on this case that they've had for however long and not taking it seriously for whatever reason. So let's just be completely transparent when it comes to COVID because the amount of shit that's going out on outside of this that is false, that is question, that it's just over over the top. So if we're going to get some real serious information, it's not about scaring people. People are already losing their mind and running off friggin' roads and buying up all the toilet paper. So I don't think us knowing or there could possibly be a million deaths allegedly or whatever. We don't know what the numbers I are. It's going to make us any more crazy. Hey, listen, I, I am with Misha on this. I think that I definitely understand the point you're saying in terms of like, there's obviously very serious threats of like, you know, like a missile launch or whatever imminent threat spying or you know espionage or whatever that they can't they're not going to tell the people about until it's like absolutely necessary but this is this is clearly not that this is something that is affecting thousands hundreds of thousands of people like you're hearing the projections in the states they're saying best case scenario if things are going the way that they are hoping according to the health officials they're projecting 200,000 yeah, deaths from but this. But we shouldn't focus on the states. We should focus on Canada, No, though. No, no I'm, it's, yeah. not a matter, it's, it's not about the focusing. I'm just saying that the fact of the matter is if the... It's the just clearly, hard to, to have that comparison, though, because their population is so much. It's not... No, no. But what I'm saying is not about the comparison. It's about the ease with which this disease is being transmitted. It's not an imminent threat. It is a present... It is a clear and present threat happening right now so it's not i'm not talking about the numbers or like obviously our response was a lot more effective and and earlier than the states I don't, it's not a comparison it's it's more a matter of the fact is this the health system is is going to be taxed to the maximum and people will die more than they need to if we don't continue to do social distancing so i think it i think at this point it's beyond well should we worry about yeah. 
filtering information fear it, people need to be afraid Cle- right. clearly people aren't afraid enough they're right. unfreed from day one I'm still not panic I'm still like looking at yeah. this as a from a very measured perspective but I'm definitely way more like concerned you know, yeah right. I'm way more conservative with what I'm doing like I, I wipe down all my groceries I wash my you know what I mean like right. not that I wasn't doing it before but now I'm way more vigilant about where I'm going social distancing i mean from from somebody who's like hey man you're too close man i'm very very happy with these with these protocols being implemented because right. give me my space i'm all for that right and you but, know it was and you know what do you what do you say and should they release the numbers yes or no yeah i feel like they should just because like i was saying when i was on the track yesterday there was like 25 people and these there was also one lady was there like there were kids there first of all and one lady was there pregnant with her two little kids and like the benches and stuff that people were sitting on had signs specifically saying don't sit on them because they're closed so i feel like releasing the numbers will maybe help people but then again i honestly believe with this and with things similar to this people don't believe that the the reality of these things until something happens to either someone they know or to themselves is what mm-hmm. I feel like tends to happen in a lot of these scenarios um, because people want like they just if it's not hitting close to home then it's just not believable for them mm-hmm. not everybody but I feel like that's what some people mo- majority of people end up being like and that's what those mm-hmm. twenty five people at the track were so right right yeah no yeah no I again I mm-hmm. still think they should release the numbers just to scare people if that's what it takes because mm-hmm. people are fucking yeah. up. And going back to what thing what Solitaire was saying, my mom washed all the cash in our house. Like she, she made the money. Yeah. What about all she the gold coins? Give all of our cash, not our coins. Coins. Give all of our cash to her, our bills, and then she washed all of them. And I was like, oh my gosh! Like, oh, that's funny. I mean, sure. Yeah, she went overboard. Like, I gave my grandpa gave me money to go buy pizza. I went to go buy it. I came back with his change and I gave it to him. She's like, no, don't. Gave it to her first to wash yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> here mommy watch the money first oh my god <laughs> this world man yeah oh man well yeah we'll we'll see we'll see they're they're clearly wrapping things up when they they're with all these announcements um there's all kinds of rumors that have been going around um we might as well get to these uh to these this round of headlines so far and and as much as I've been trying to find alternative stories, um, as much as I've been trying to find alternative stories, <laughs> they're all COVID nineteen related. Of course, <laughs> so every last. How are we? One of what them. is there to talk about that's not related to the shit right now? Every <laughs> single aspect of our lives have been affected, and it's mm-hmm. it's almost. You know, it's morbidly funny because you have to look around and you have to be like, wow, man, like all the things that you thought were possible are like, you know, stay home, stay in your houses. You know what I mean? Like, I think we still have a little bit of creature comforts. So it doesn't feel a little bit. Be glad we're not in Afghanistan right now, trapped in our homes, bro. You could still, you could like, <laughs> come I on, could, man. Listen, I could still go to, I could still go to Loblaws and get me like an almond milk creamer on, for my co- for my coffee. We, so you know what I'm saying? So it's not. It's we not are so living not in the lap bad. of luxury compared yeah. to ninety percent of the people on this planet. So it's so true. Make we're her relax, good you guys. Over here. 
but there's the, no complaints. But at the same time, it still feels weird to see every government official saying, hey, motherfuckers, stay <laughs> home. <laughs> Don't come outside except to buy groceries. And now they're saying only no. once a week and that's once it. A week. Once a week <laughs> to go get groceries. And only one person goes. That's what they're saying we, now. They're you know what I th- yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I think uh, Ontario should follow suit with? I saw that Quebec has closed their grocery stores on Sundays to give <sighs> the workers like a break i think we i think all of canada should follow suit with that because those grocery store workers are they're only kids first of all most of them and they're going tired of being sick and tired don't get me me started on the grocery store workers they're the the real heroes of this stuff i don't disagree with that i really don't yeah Because I know I would have quit my job a long time ago. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're definitely at least, uh, it's good to see that the grocery stores are stepping up. Like, they're putting up these big, like, plexiglass shields, plexiglass yeah. shields to protect themselves, yeah. to protect yeah. their workers. So, you know, they're taking it serious. Um, they have, like, uh, if you've gone to the grocery store, all the lines, they have taped off distance uh, measurements to make sure that everybody's keeping their space. And <laughs> it, it feels good because sometimes I, I'll turn around and I'm, I, I hate lineups because people line up too close behind you. But now I have a legitimate health concern where I could turn around on a man who's too close behind me and say, yo, you're too close, man. Back up. Back up. <laughs> They're calling security two for you. Feet, How do you mean? Six feet from back up. Way back. For you. But, that's, a, that's a criminal offense. No. So, um, <laughs> So yeah, let's get to some of these uh, these headlines. Uh, the first one, this has been causing a lot of concern. A, a few people have, have uh, been circulating messages on WhatsApp and lots of chat groups talking about with these new emergency orders that people are going to start getting fined for for being outed about. There's There's been rumors that the police are going to start pulling over people in cars to ask them, where are you going? And you have to kind of provide evidence that you're either going to or coming from it's all uh, great an essential area. services job. And but I mean, yeah, obviously, you know, it's as great like, as it gets. Yeah, we're 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 living in a time where it's like you, the the threats seem real, but at the same time, it's it's like how far are they willing to go to enact? Where we mentioned this last week, where we're just like, once the police gets involved, here we go. It's a problem, so, but it's like, what do you? What can you do to get people to stay home to slow down the spread? Like that's so the, that's the good thing and bad thing about living in a free democracy type thing like this, because obviously places like China and South Korea and all those places, they can batten down the hatches, mm-hmm. even against the people's freedom, whether they like it or yeah. not. But yeah, they that's, how, that's, how, that's how they did it. They were able to do it in China. Right, but, but, the but police so don't have that luxury here, though. No, no, right. of course, of course. Right, so, that's the point. So there's a, there was an official, there was an official um, bylaw that was passed by the Ontario government on Tuesday through an emergency order. It's called the Emergency Management and Civil Protection Act. Uh, which is in effect because of the COVID-19 outbreak. And basically, uh, Solicitor General Sylvia Jones uh, released a statement explaining that, uh, quote, it is essential that measures are in place to allow provincial offenses officers to lawfully require an individual to disclose their correct name, date of birth, and address in order to protect our communities. Uh, By providing provincial offenses officers with this temporary power to obtain identifying information under the emergency management civil protection act mm-hmm. they will be able to enforce emergency orders during these extraordinary times very mm-hmm. very stern language but 
like Reddy said, very kind of general. Um, they are saying anyone caught of violating the orders can face up to a year in prison or a fine of up to a hundred thousand dollars for an individual. If you're the director of a corporation, it could be as much as five hundred thousand dollars, and for a corporation, it could be as high as ten million dollars. Oh, we'll see, That's a lot of money. So, um, but from that, you know, obviously, you're taking from that, you know, men's are already like, yo, they're gonna stop you from. You know, when you're walking down the street, they're gonna. It's, it's basically like uh, oh, stop and frisk. Yeah, <laughs> it's back, I mean? y'all. It's back. <laughs> it's back. But it's so for we'll everybody. See. We'll, 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 we'll see. Allegedly. That's the law, man. Let's keep it real now. You think they they are yeah, gonna stop discriminating? First of all, pandemic. I'm sorry to say this, but I'll just be honest. I believe black people take this more seriously. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, we don't try, we don't play no games. Sorry, not sorry. Like we don't <laughs> we play. In the house. We don't play. We really don't. So that's why I'm not really worried about that per se because <laughs> I just I know black people. They're taking this seriously. I know black people. Like yeah. if they had that game show from the Dave Chappelle show. I mean, there's I, some out there that are not <laughs> that I've spoken to. Yeah, but that's a yeah, small percentage not. compared to the other to the other races. Yeah, that's, that's true. Other delegations. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Here's a here's a pretty good. Uh, like I said, this it's times when it's real serious pandemic. It, it's always when the elite and the rich and and people who are kind of like above regular society are unaffected that change it takes a lot of time for them to find the money or to like address the situation but clearly this COVID-19 virus knows no boundaries and as a result it's good to see how many people on all levels, like from the wealthy, from governments, are mobilizing. And here's a perfect example of that. Uh, the city of Toronto recently acquired hotels, rental buildings to house the homeless Good. in response to the coronavirus. Nice. A, lot, a lot of community uh, workers are saying, listen, you know, um, she, nobody's, nobody's looking okay, at where so, the vulnerable. You know, what's, you know what's crazy um, about this whole concept is that before COVID, we didn't care about the homeless or whether they lived or died. But now, there's COVID because and it's you, like yeah, because you get, because you it's so easy to spread that you don't know what surfaces these people are touching. They're gonna touch. You know, oh, so it's, it's to protect us. It's not to protect them. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. It's, it's clearly self I just wanted to make that clear because yeah. I was just trying to wrap yeah, but, my head around. But Misha, this all of a sudden we caring. Misha, this whole homeless. this whole situation has shown the light for so many things people have been saying mm-hmm. our society needs. Yeah, that yep. all of those things that they've always fought against or have just ignored the people on have become the solutions for so a easy. lot of these for this situation Mm -hmm. things like universal basic income stuff like Mm -hmm. that like if we had already and they get it done so easily look how quickly they've passed all these bills Mm -hmm. no question if we had already had universal basic income from Mm -hmm. say even like two years ago everyone would be in a much better situation to be able to deal with something like this this would not dent put as big big of a dent on the economy as it would if we did have that i really hope that they consider universal basic income after we get through this, after all of this, we'll see. We'll see. So, we'll see. so let's get uh, just to give you a little bit of back uh, more information about this um, response from the city of Toronto uh, purchasing these hotels and residential buildings. It's part of its integrated homelessness response to the COVID nineteen. Councillor Joel Cressy said uh, this was announced on Sunday. 
Uh, basically, they said they have five hotels uh, acquired and another five in the process of being secured. Two vacant rental uh, rental buildings are going to be used, as well as 50 permanent housing units have been identified as possible destinations. Um and that's to add these that will all be added to the already existing sites that have been open to facilitate social distancing within the shelter system. It's good to see that there's, you know, people who are who are thinking about the, the you know, the most vulnerable people in the community, the homeless, because, I mean, uh, to be honest, we're and how just... they can possibly infect us with the covid. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm worried about people in prison, to be honest with you. I mean, listen, I've I've been listening to a couple of podcasts today specifically talking about conditions in in, in jails in Ontario Mm -hmm. throughout Canada. But that's like we could do a whole podcast on that. Have you listened to the front burner? Have you uh, checked out the front burner? Yeah. 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 And and there's another one on uh, a podcast today explained that also has uh, interviews an inmate who was in jail. He's basically spending his life in prison for like 30 years and he's talking about how nonchalant the response has been to like just there's been no improvements in how no changes or anything the sanitary the sanitation is just like yeah anyway that's a whole other discussion but yeah you know it's it's you know it's good to see that the city is aware and they're and they're and they're doing their best because we're we're people like us we're just trying to maintain on our own you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's hard enough for us to think about, you know, we're hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I found toilet paper the other day, guys. Where? On my journey. Shoppers by uh, my house. You know what? I We were talking about this while you were trying to get your mic sorted out before we started mm-hmm. recording. And um, I've been shitting less. <laughs> is this your body's response to i don't know body, i know my body knows what's going on or something because i don't know if it's because i've been eating healthier as well or whatever but that's I, what it is you're more regular listen i've know? been i have for a, less regular i have the supply i have from before the shit hit the fan literally <laughs> or figuratively and literally i guess and I still have that supply almost like, um, yeah. <laughs> like I'm still pretty good. I'm still so far. I'm hanging in there. I don't know how this is going to work out too far in the future, but yeah, I don't I know. Mean, My body knows. Good. So wait, you guys are still shitting the same amount. Um, yeah, pretty much. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. yeah. Right. <laughs> I think I'm still pretty. Yeah, I haven't pretty really. Regular. I haven't really thought about it one way. Paid attention to the amount yeah, that you're currently shooting. Yeah. I mean, um, to help the environment, we should probably. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Um, so moving on. on. Shouts out to the city of Toronto <laughs> for looking out for the city's most vulnerable. Uh, last uh, have you heard, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm following your lead, uh, is about the U.S. coronavirus expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. Salute that man for the the the. That's like he's he's uh, I don't know he's a enormous battle that that guy has to fight right now on top of all the misinformation and disinformation and political red tape and infighting and scandals, this guy has to navigate a pandemic, on top of which mm-hmm. he's getting death threats now. Have you heard? Have you guys heard this story? The uh, the guy, um, what's his name? Sorry, the Fuchi guy, right? Yeah, he's getting yeah. death, thre- bleh, death <laughs> threats because he's keeping it real. 
Wow. That's so ridiculous. Yo, listen to me. He has That's had to hire though. security. Extra security. Personal security at all times, including at his own house. So these are Trump supporters that are sending him death threats. Well, apparently, of course. Well, okay. Well, he's getting well. He's getting apparently he's getting unwanted attention from both sides, from people who agree with him. I, I don't know. So I, I guess it's overwhelming. But what is he supposed to do, though? This you know, is what I don't understand. Like, what is he, the man is an, an idiot? Yeah, I know. All all the informed people are giving him accolades, and all the dunces that are anti-science hate him because they feel like he's undercutting Trump every time he has to go up there and correct one of his lies or is one of his misinformation. Yeah, but statements. if somebody is telling a bold-faced lie or is not clear on the facts no would you not want somebody to correct you want no to those people trump doesn't lie you got to understand that to those people whatever trump says is what it is and when he goes up and says something different to them it's like he's either trying to under to these people it's a conspiracy to take the government away from trump that's the way they're looking at it that's why they don't believe in the coronavirus at all i think I saw an article, and we can talk about it maybe in the next podcast, about um, a good high percentage of conservative right wing. And the more extreme you are, the more you're likely to believe that this is a hoax, mm-hmm. basically. So the further yeah. left you are on the political spectrum, the more you'll believe in it. Of course, mm-hmm. those people sure. on the left believe in the science and all that stuff as well. So there, There's an article that was written. I didn't read the article. I didn't even research it because I'm like, I, I, I almost hope that it is fake news. But apparently <laughs> there's an article written by a right-wing outlet called American Thinker. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. Uh, mm-hmm. American Thinker. It's called, it, it, in the article, they call Fauci a deep state Hillary Clinton loving stooge. There you go. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Lord Jesus. And they say, and in the article, apparently they're like, and they, they referred to some seven-year-old email where he had praised Clinton uh, for the stamina that she had during the Benghazi hearings. You know why that is? Because she <laughs> testified for some, like 17 hours or something like that. You think Donald Trump could sit there and be grilled by... The man couldn't even read a sentence in one of the (laughs) the evidence files. That was one of the things that she had always said. This is one of the things you can look at in terms of if I'm up to the task of being president. Mm -hmm. And um, she was phenomenal. And that Benghazi thing is just another example of the hypocrisy of the Republican Party. But um, yeah, that's just... These are just anti-science people that hate Fauci because anything Trump says is... What Trump says goes as far as they go. They've already gone down that river and they're not turning back no matter what. Yeah. Have you guys seen, I, I don't know if I shared that link with you on Twitter. Have you seen uh, this this uh, post? There was a doctor, Dr. Desai, or Desai, I don't know how to pronounce it. D-E-S-A-I was on, was being interviewed on Fox News. And it was, it looked like the interviewer thought it was going to be a fluff piece. She she started off by saying there's millions of tests available and people can go and get tested. This doctor came on, as soon as she said that, as soon as she said that, shut it down. He, the really? Whole time, the whole time while she's talking, he's shaking in his head. He's like, nope, no, no, nope, nope, nope. In the back, like yeah. behind him? No, no. no. Live on TV? No, you she should... was interviewing him, and you... she he went off for like a minute, and she said, "Oh, okay, thank you." And she's like, "Thank, thank, thank oh, you, sir. Wow. thank you." He was like, no. "There's no masks. You get. They knew about this from January. 
this is she's like looking with oh my god and she looked like a deer in headlights yeah, right. she's like uh because yeah, they're the paid narrative. to hide the truth those people exactly the narrative is to scare you to, to freaking run out and buy everything no no yeah. the narrative is that what trump says goes and he did not wow. mess up his, his response to the covid19 thing that's that's what it is and everything he said contradicts every, all of that well right now the state of new york Guys. No, but to the consp- show shit, that show no, shit. But again, to those it conspiracy does. theorists and the Trump lovers and all that, they'll just say they're ma- they're making up the numbers. Oh, Cuomo, he's a Trump hater. He'll say anything to make Trump look bad. They'll, if you can't convince someone that the Earth is round, you can't convince someone that this thing is real. So, so listen to me. Uh, salute, hats off, like protect that man, Anthony Fauci. Uh, who is the country's top medical expert who is navigating uh, the American health system right now through this pandemic, who is, you know, he's really and truly showing a huge amount of poise under fire. Like I was watching him on CNN the other day, like his voice was hoarse and raspy. He's like, he's like, listen, this is not how my voice normally ha- sounds. I'm out here because I'm trying to spread as much accurate information as possible. As soon as Donald Trump was like, hey, you know what? I'd love to get, I'd love to get the country raring to go by Easter. I think that's a great date. And uh, yeah, let's get it going by Easter. He immediately after him in that press conference was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) And then went to the end of April. How are they right now? The highest rates, everything's going buck wild in the U.S. They're trying to lock stuff down until the end of April. And we're over here until the end of June. Let's be realistic. Yeah. <laughs> things aren't as haywire over here and we're being cautious to say three months and you're saying 30 days well 28 now hey, uh, anyway. florida didn't they just, just started to just, shut stuff down they and just shut people down only just like yesterday misha yeah. and um oh they're God. still allowing church services though amazing amazing that's, that's an exception that they're saying because is that church services are still allowed to and the funny thing is like there there it came down from like well i mean maybe i don't know what's how it works in the states but the archdiocese here in canada they're like they shut down masses here in canada because mm-hmm. we're so canadian. i don't know what they're doing down there no because we're canadian mm. yeah. hey man listen like good luck guys good luck my american friends that's yeah. a republican governor by the way that uh, I think his name is Rick DeSantis. You don't say. It's so crazy because yeah. certain states have churches and another state, this man got arrested for holding church and is being fined for it. So I don't know, man. One half of the country is going hey, to shit. Hey, 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 look, she's looking fresh. I have to move to my table. I think it overheated on my bed. Okay, so let's get to it. Politics as usual. Three months Ladies and gentlemen, three months, we have 12 more weeks of social, physical distancing to look forward to here in Toronto. Uh, We alluded to this earlier in the conversation. The mayor of Toronto, John Tory, announced uh, stronger measures uh, this week, Wednesday. Uh, They're locking down the city as much as any municipal government could, um, announcing several measures uh, 
throughout this 12-week plan to fight the spread of this rotted <laughs> disease. Now, you know, have you not noticed now they're trying to change sort of the branding of how they say this now? They want to say physical distancing. I can never say dis. Oh, not social. As opposed, because they don't want people to say, "Don't be so." You can still be social, as in communicate with each other, but just keep oh, a but physical distance. The fuck away from me. Each other, basically, <laughs> and again, the rule is uh, two meters, I believe, or one Kyle Lowry, basically. So. <laughs> one Kyle Lowry. Said one Kyle Lowry away from me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's uh, basically uh, what it's looking like. Uh, broken down uh, throughout these 12 weeks, all people are required, uh, all people with COVID-19 are required, ordered to stay home for 14 days. At least. At least. Just make all it pe- 18. <laughs> just to be safe. Just to know? be safe. Just You don't have to say that 14. Make it 18. 18. Uh, all people who have had close contact with someone who has had COVID-19 are also ordered to stay home for 14 days. You know, just how do they common, this common sense stuff. So, like, did they come and check on you every day to make sure you're home? Like, how did they enforce that? That's the problem. Oh, this is why they're going to frisk us on the streets. I'm just, I'm trying to map it out in my head. (laughs) Uh, Also, anyone who is not ill or has not traveled is strongly directed to stay home except to access healthcare or medication, to shop for groceries once per week, walk their dogs, hey, and get daily (laughs) exercise. Wait, you can walk your dog every day, but only go groceries once a week? Yeah, because walking my dog, I'm outside. Groceries. Yeah, but you're still, still walk upon people outside. No, no, not me. Not, not me. The same. Not, it's not the not same. Me. And I put the le- I let the do- I let the dog leash extra loose, so it keeps people far away. You know, and I give I give Venice like I give him a, a bone, so I make him extra vicious in case a man tries to come too close. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because everybody was complaining about people no. in the park yesterday or something like no. that. Well, here's the yeah. that weren't social distancing. Here's the thing though, because people have been kind of using the grocery stores like the club now. So when they get to, the, I'm not even joking. Like they've, they've, CBC did a special on this showing, even they were shooting video of people chilling at the grocery store, talking to each other with kikiing all over the place because people are running into each other and people are coming like in groups of two and three going to the grocery store. Oh my gosh, it's just defeating the whole entire purpose. Right. That's the whole thing. That's why they're kind of saying from now on, go once a week and only one person go unless you have, unless you're a single mother or father with kids and, and you, you have, kids. You you have, have to no other choice kids. there's yeah, no one to watch no your kids otherwise care. you just so go how do you explain that to, to the police if they walk up on you what do you mean <laughs> are you here with I, all your kids I, 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 I see where you're going with this misha everything is about like yo what when the police come what are they <laughs> when they say? roll up on you what's my story Wait, well, well, you, okay misha mother. you you tell them you're a single mother but you think it's going to be hard for them to find out that you have a husband chilling at home no, that could have no but what i'm saying is i'm a single mother right and i'm walking I have to go to the store with my kids. The police wa- roll up on me mm-hmm. saying, hey, ma'am, it's only one person allowed <laughs> to come okay, to, the, sure. to the store. And you she say? Says, she says, sir, I am a single mother. I don't have any child care options. Okay. Then and he then... says, what? Fine. <laughs> he believes well, her? What? <laughs> yeah, go about your business. Sure. Okay. Right. <laughs> so what do you think they're gonna do now like like throw it in the ground i don't and, know like, hit her with... i don't know these are new rules oh, i'm just Misha, trying to figure it out i don't know Misha. i don't know uh, i'm home 
hoping for the best. I well, am. Let's, let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. I am. I'm um, praying so, for the best. So moving on, um, people returning from international travel should stay home under federal order. That uh, mm-hmm. seems like a pretty common sense. Anyone over the age of 70, uh, the province announced this week, is strongly encouraged to stay home as much as possible. Hear that, mom and dad. All yes. the moms and dads. But they're all people are stubborn, though, you know. I know. Lord, may I have to go for my walk. Like, it's yeah, that happened. But my mom had uh, cabin fever the other day. She's like, I- I'm going for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you should go for a walk and just make sure if you see somebody on the street, you just put up your hands on and say, yo, back up, back up. I would rather your mom just try to walk around or move around in the house than go in outside. No, you got to get outside, man. I, yeah. I think being cooped up inside is it's not good for your for your mind state, man. You got to get outside. Let the sun touch your face. Maybe walk around in the yard, but go outside. Yeah, go in the I'm yard. A... Let her stay in the yard then. In the but... yard, yeah. See, this saying. is when having a, a lazy, because my grandpa's mad lazy, so we don't have to worry about him trying to go outside. <laughs> you have to force <laughs> him to get up, basically. Yeah, but my grandma just forgot how to walk because of her Alzheimer's, so she's not going outside. <laughs> oh, no, that's chilling. horrible, Dina. Everybody's at home. That's horrible. <laughs> My grandma not... forgot how to walk. How to walk. It's a positive in this scenario. Okay, so. <laughs> uh, so the, and the last two provisions of this uh, emergency order is only essential businesses are to remain open, and those mis- businesses must maximize physical distancing, infection prevention, and control practices, and limit in-person access to those businesses as much as possible, you can open your restaurant, but you can't have in restaurant dining. It can only you can only do delivery services, that kind of stuff. The grocery store, like I was saying, when I went there, they actually have markings on the floor to ensure. Like you have to line up. They're only I guess they're only letting in a certain amount of people into the grocery store. At least the Loblaws I went to, so you have to line up outside if it's at capacity, and then they have markings on the ground saying back up, so you can look on a man and say, "Yo, you see the tape on the floor there." You need to take a couple steps back, fam. I'm, I'm for this. I, I, I like that. I'm all for that. And then the last thing is uh, businesses must increase their cleaning and active screening of employees at at all of their places of employment. Nice. You guys uh, think you can handle three more months of this? Um, I'm okay now. I don't know how I'm going to feel in May. I feel like May is when, when, May is the time. when the summer break. comes. Yeah. That's going to be... Uh... Yeah, that's, that's the real gonna get real sticky because that's what happened. Beer like, part barbecues are gonna pop up because <laughs> today, what today was uh, today for those of you listening, it was Thursday, April the 2nd. It was a nice day outside, it was mm-hmm. sunny, it was relatively it nice. like, you, you, you could wear like yeah. uh, I wore a coat and gloves just because you know I'm wearing gloves because I don't want to touch nothing outside, but <laughs> I could wear a t shirt, I ran in a t shirt. Yeah, yeah. So it was nice outside, and you can see people are itching right now. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, wait till Let the weekend. Let's hit yeah. thirteen on Saturday. Yeah. Ooh, child. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, <long. laughs> I'm going to the park. Are you? <laughs> are you know, you? but you know what makes this better? I feel like is the fact that like at least it's not like the fear of missing out because like it's not just you missing out. Everybody's, everybody's missing out. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> nobody should better. have FOMO is what you're saying. Ain't no yeah, FOMO. Exactly. No FOMO. Uh, I don't know what FOMO feels like. I really don't. And... Okay. So let's talk a little bit about this, uh, this class with this, uh, Imminent, maybe it's not going to be a clash, but there's definitely a, a difference of opinions on this idea of whether or not to release the actual model numbers for, I guess, worst case scenario of the virus spreading and the death toll that it could possibly have. 
uh, Justin Trudeau wants to kind of temper the expectations or provide like measured numbers. Doug Ford's like, you know what? Rip the Band-Aid off. Let the people yeah. know uh, because, yeah, this is uh, we need to instill. Perhaps we do need to instill a little bit of fear because people seem to think that, oh, you know, I, it's not going to be mean. Even if I do catch it, it's not going to be as bad as people say it is. That sort of stuff. We're, we all we all kind of went around and, and discussed that yesterday. But how you have how have you seen people respond uh, since this order? If you've been outside, have you guys have, have you guys taken in any crowds or like people Mm-mm. just walking around, not giving zero like giving I zero been fucks? Outside. Oh, you guys ain't got inside. Okay, I, so oh sorry. Go ahead. Ready. Go ahead. Nina. Oh. so full disclosure. Um, I went to McDonald's yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What did you do, Nina? <laughs> so I just you know, they I could had deliver, a... you know. They could deliver it, you know. I know, but it was gonna take fifty minutes and it's only a two minute drive from my house. So <laughs> I I don't know. I was hungry and I was really craving and like so I just went, right? And like there was actually traffic outside and it was I think it was about wow. six thirty, seven PM, but like there was actually traffic and I noticed all week when I was running and stuff that there wasn't like any traffic and stuff. And then yesterday I was like, Whoa, this is mm-hmm. not good. And that was the same day when I seen like the 25 people on the track too. Today I noticed though, cause I ran by the track, even though I ran in the neighborhood, I ran by it and there was less people. It was so I feel like, yeah. I feel like maybe people got scared. I don't know. But yesterday, yesterday was pretty bad yeah. in my area. I only go out like mm-hmm. once a day. I go out once a day mm-hmm. for a walk and, um, it's like a half an hour, 45 minute walk. And then I come back in and that's it. But in my neighborhood, it's pretty sparse. Mm. It's pretty that's sparse. Good. And everybody, when we're passing each other on the sidewalk, everyone gives each other quite a bit of distance. Mm. When we're waiting at a light, everyone stands apart from each other. Like everyone seems, at least in my neighborhood, to mm. pretty much have the rules down pat. So I'm loving it. Everyone's smart in my neighborhood. So so, so real quick, uh, do you who do you agree with? Um... Who do you agree with, Doug Ford or Justin Trudeau? Just real quick. Team uh, Doug Ford on this one. Doug Ford, Nina. Doug, Dougie. Looks <laughs> like it's unanimous. Ready, you? Yeah. Oh, ready. Actually, you kind of like you were saying you kind of agree with Justin. No, I understand. I understand Justin's position, but I agree with Doug Ford. Right. Now, do you think that that this uh, is going to cause like, you know, like unmanageable panic? People are going to freak out no. if they hear the real numbers. They've already been panicking. What more panic or how much more can you possibly panic now? They're going to go out and build bunkers? And people start hoarding more stuff. <laughs> people hoard, can, what more can you way. possibly hoard? No, right. People can panic way more. Trust let's me. be, let's be clear. They oh, can, yes. Of course, yes, of course Misha. Come this on, is, come this on. is not panic right now. This is... People overreact. This is more overreacting. This is not panic. It's more people. People might start purging if if the stuff starts going really, really empty in the store. I already know in my area, people have already started robbing other houses while people are home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's because of the pandemic, but I've seen a good like three, four videos circulating from in Vaughn where um, people's homes like they have their surveillance cameras and they're getting robbed because there's not like if there's nothing in the store, people might actually start purging other people who they know in in these type of areas have that those those things you know what i mean possibility of looting as well who knows yeah yeah it could get worse it definitely could get worse believe me this is not panic right now it's not it's ridiculous (laughs) it's overreacting but now it's the release these numbers now who knows that's what we're at that's what we're talking about right like but i mean people freak out yes or no 
Well, I think that I think I think that the anxiety will be very high, but I'm what I'm hoping is that that fear it 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 kind of it motivates the right response, which is to stay. The That's fuck what I'm hoping. Home. Having faith in people because it doesn't all like, faith in people. I feel. But like. I mean, but even still, like at this point, if they if basically the fear is, yo, if you go, if you go outside and breathe the air outside, fam, you're catching corona. Maybe people <laughs> will be. Maybe people will finally get the point and stay inside because the panic from. If you're panicked about catching the virus, if your first instinct is to go outside, then then we're just completely lost. Because but you just don't under. Just, I don't think you're under giving enough appreciation for how selfish people are these days. So mm-hmm. I, I think there are selfish people, but I think it's a percentage, just like every, everything else. I don't think overall, collectively, because in my experience, like when I when I have had to go grocery shopping or whatever, uh, yes, I have gone to the liquor store. And you know, for the most for the most part, people are pretty you know respectful. Like I, I haven't really, but, I know I've kind of been joking about telling people to back up, but I haven't really had to no, had that experience. But even from the news stories, we've all seen the pictures of people in the parks in groups, chilling. Like there's nothing going mm-hmm. on right now, and yep. that's not helping. We're all trying to do our part and stay home. And you see that happening. What do you think is going through those people's mind in terms of why they're doing that? You don't think they don't know what's going on right now? That's just, that is selfishness, bro. Simple and plain. I mean, everybody has their own beliefs and stuff like that. So I understand the aspect of being selfish in this instance with certain beliefs. Mm -hmm. But um, there's a lot of people that do not believe in the system and do not believe anything that the system tells them. That's a whole other part of it too that's a whole other yeah that's a whole other thing so that's the segment of the population as well that is like i'm going out and doing my own thing then there's just the uneducated ignorant uh segment of the population that just refuses to pay attention so there's there's so many yeah there's just so many like different factors as to why people aren't taking this seriously um and shit's just gonna get worse. At least, I think, at the very least, whether you agree with Doug Ford or you agree with Justin Trudeau, at least in Canada, we have the 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 healthcare system. At least you could see that people on all levels of government are taking it very seriously, and and they have a plan. And you could see they're aggressively trying to do what's best for everybody. So at least we could take a little bit of solace and comfort in that, you know, staying home. It makes it feel like, you know, you're responsible. And And what I would say as well is even if you don't think that this thing is real, if it's a hoax, if it's complete BS, Mm -hmm. still just stay home, wash your hands, (laughs) wash your hands, still just follow the rules, do things in your power to keep yourself protected. And then after we find out the truth, we can go riding out on these niggas, these motherfuckers (laughs) out here. Okay. (laughs) But for right now, just follow the rules, man. But if they don't believe in it, why are they going to follow the rules? I'm just saying for right now, right? If everybody just pays attention and does what they're supposed to do and washes their hands or whatever, even if you think that this is complete BS, people are still dying. Mm. There's still stuff, stuff happening in this world that, are, that is affecting your life, the non-believer, right? Mm-hmm. So if you, you don't want your life affected by this anymore, the non-believer, just the follow only, the rules. The only way the non-believer it. becomes a believer is for someone in their family close to them dies. But, 
but not losing but not losing your job or being unable to pay your bills losing your home like all the side effects of this are affecting non-believers as well so even with that being said that's a thick skull we're talking about you know I don't know. I'm just saying, even if you don't, but just follow the rules for right now and then we're right out after. I don't understand. I mean, like, I I get that there's going to be risky people who just, who are just like, you know what? Fuck, fuck it. I'm going to throw caution to the wind. I'm just going to go balls out. I'm going to go lick toilet bowls. I'm going to go like. But you're just doing extra shit now. I don't understand people who in this day, like, those are the selfish people you're talking about, Ready Fox. Like, err on the side of caution. Like, if you are, if we're all wrong, then what's the worst that can happen? You get a fucking month of being able to work from home and work on yourself. That's not the way they look at it from their perspective. Their freedom is being infringed upon right now. Anyway, uh, sucks to those people uh, and shouts out to everybody who's taking this, uh, who's giving this the, the, the grave attention that it deserves and staying the fuck home. Yeah, um, like the four of us right here. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Making it happen from the comfort of our own chairs. Okay. Do I count since I went to McDonald's? What? Do huh? I count? Yeah, yeah, you you're kind of on probation. It's a good thing that we're not actually in the station. If we if we had to show the station on 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 Saturday, I'd be like, yeah, Nina, you know, you could stay home this week. I'm just saying, <laughs> quarantine for a while after your fucking McDonald's. What did you order, by the way, Nina? Oh, so I got uh, two junior chickens with bacon and the poutine. I'm so upset. You know the you know there's McDonald's re- recipes online. You can just make the shit at home. She's you not know doing what? that, bro. Honestly, I'm just gonna put it this way. I'm a girl. <laughs> there's a certain time. Okay. And when I need something, I need it. Oh, please. Okay. Oh, please. The cravings exactly. get real. let's move on let's let's talk about this quick because i think this is important for for all the sane people out there and perhaps for all the more neurotic people who are concerned with all the shopping stuff solitaire before you start on this topic though because this is something i think a lot of people are interested in us talking about we can take our time with this and again i think we have a captive audience but before Mm. we start talking about this i want to know what have you guys been doing as your routine right now when it comes to groceries? Because that's what we're about to talk about. Going shopping or getting stuff delivered to you if you're freaking out about if it's tainted or not. But what is what have you guys been doing? What As far as like shopping, every time I come in the house, like it, we put the groceries down, take them out of the bag, put it on one table, the pre-wipe down table. And then as, uh, as you put stuff away, you wipe it down with... Um, disinfectant cloth and then put it away where you, you guys getting disinfectant cloths from <laughs> oh. uh, tell me <laughs> let me know yo hold on i thought we were brethren honestly i don't even i don't even know we we had it like from from way long ago before we like you know we used to be you know regular Clean with regular things. How many, how many rolls of toilet out. paper y'all got up in there? No, we're not. We're not toilet paper. <laughs> we're not toilet paper. Okay. But, um, so, yeah. So we've been just wiping, wiping stuff down. Misha, what's stuff. what has your routine been for uh, shopping or getting stuff delivered to you? Um, I did my first grocery run on Monday. Was how, it? How was that? Actually, it was good. There was nobody in the grocery store. God is so good to me mm. because. Wow. I went to the liquor store the day before that. Imagine I went to the liquor store before I went grocery shopping. Don't judge me. <laughs> but I went to the liquor store the day before that. <laughs> What'd you and get at the liquor store? Madness. Wine. 
No, I that's it. You didn't get Henny. No, I didn't. No, okay. no, no. Times are rough, yo. It's, it's, it's going to be a recession. <laughs> I got a $10 bottle of red wine. Um, but then I, when I went to the grocery store, I came in. I left my stuff at the groceries at the door and then took them out the bag, um, put everything by the sink. And I literally washed <laughs> everything I took out the bag and mm. dried it. Yeah. And then got rid of the, uh, brought the bags to the garbage. Oh, you throw out the bags? Yeah. Okay. What about you, Nina? What did you, what is the, what's the, we all know, we all know what Nina does. You never uh, know because her family's pretty wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't really know the logic because, so my dad volunteered his tribute to go grocery shopping every week. Mm. And like, he goes, and then I'm not really awake when he goes, anyways, because he goes like early Saturday mornings and now we don't have the show, so I'm sleeping, right? So, he goes and he doesn't. I don't know if anyone really wipes anything, you know. Now that I think about it, I don't. I haven't like heard of anybody wiping the groceries in my house. I heard about the money. Okay. I've heard about wiping surfaces and our phones and washing but not our hands. But the stuff that you groceries. took from the grocery store that well, other people have store. touched yeah. or you touched. It. I'm gonna ask know. them, you know. Because I don't, I didn't hear about that one. Anything you grab from a grocery <laughs> store, you have no idea how many other people touched that before you know. decided to put it in your and basket and take Nina, it home with you. Apparently, they tell Nina, you to keep it at the door for a little bit. You know, I have a question for you. Did you? Do you, you, you not only did you go to McDonald's, you ate that burger on your way home, did you? You didn't even wash your hands. You just took it no, out no, of the. No, 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 no. I waited. I waited. So wait, you waited until you got home house and then washed your hands. You're lying. You ate it right out the back. I washed my hands and you licked your fingers to you. You After I ate it. No, actually, I had a fork for my poutine, but I ate it. Because, see, the way my house is, there's four McDonald's. I'm I'm in a square of McDonald's, so there's four of them. So it's like a two-minute drive to every one. So I just pick one, and then just two-minute drive back, and then I ate it. Yeah. Oh God, there's four hilarious. McDonald's around your house. That's crazy. Yeah. So, and she knows so, where they all are. Yep. I'm right in the middle. So um, anyway, so just real quickly, everybody's kind of freaking out about what to do about shopping. You know, I know people that are like wiping down their keys. They're, you know, oh, yeah, wiping, my mom er- that too. wiping every their phone. Anytime they come in from outside, like everything is passing through a, a sanitizing hand wash. Um, and that's obviously like you, you thinking of anytime you go outside, anything you grab from outside could have gone through any number of hands and any number of coughs and what have you. So what is the, you know, what is the scenario with regards to accepting packages, going grocery shopping, getting deliveries, walking to McDonald's to get a junior chicken burger, driving, <laughs> driving. <laughs> so, um, Basically, the good news is that it, the risk is relatively low, thankfully, uh, and it is explained in this uh, New England Journal of Medicine uh, that conducted a study about how long the virus lasts on various surfaces and how it's transmitted. Um, but the risk of transmission or being able to pick up the virus from various surfaces is very real, so they don't want to downplay it, but it's kind of like... Uh, is basically uh, to explain it, to give it a, a, a more simplistic analogy. It's like all the pieces of the pie would have to be in place for it to act for you to actually contract the virus from a surface. Like, you know, the the, the amount of time the virus lasts on different surfaces uh, is various times. The, 
we'll tweet out by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, we'll tweet out the link to the article where it gives you the, the times that the virus lives on various surfaces. Um, but basically uh, it's detectable for up to four hours on things like copper up to 24 hours on things like cardboard and up to two to three days on plastic and stainless steel, which is how you can imagine it spreads so quickly on all those solutions. And countertops, yeah. Countertops and all that kind of door stuff. Grocery stores, doorknobs, especially uh, if you look at that, um, if you look at that, uh, there's a little chart that shows specifically doorknobs that could last up to, metal doorknobs that could last up to five days. They're saying jewelry and silverware too, Nina, with your fork eating your McDonald's. Silverware plastic. too. It was a plastic McDonald's fork. Plastic, it said plastic for how long? Plastic, plastic. too. Oh. Plastic too. It was in a plastic wrap, though. I had to mm, open it. Yeah, but it was in the factory. Who knows that? How about we just don't live? <laughs> How about we just throw living out the window? But the key, the key thing is here. Uh, what the um, what the scientists were saying, what the research was saying, is that the detectable. It is detectable on these surfaces, but how? How uh, I guess. Live it is or potent it is definitely better word we're not scientists right it definitely varies and you know the longer it's you know exposed on these surfaces the less the the weaker it becomes so it would have to be like you know in the perfect scenario uh for example accepting a delivery from amazon the driver would have to be visibly sick picks up your package coughs all over the package, coughs on his hand, walks, delivers your package within like an hour, sneezes, you know, on, on the doorknob, and then you pick it up, and then you do, you you know, you touch the package, you don't wash your hands, you touch your face, you pick your finger out. This sounds horrible. That sounds like the thing. Terrible. Didn't Nobody you guys hear this. about the Amazon guy who spit on the package, and it was caught, it was, this was recently, like last week, he spit on the package, it was caught on the people's surveillance camera. Like he literally what on his hand rubbed it on the package. Yeah. Piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, but again, there are lots of horrible dirt. people in this world. You guys know that, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, well, thanks, remember- thanks, thanks for shining a light on that. There, I'm just, fun. I'm just saying, like, okay. <laughs> You remember you've not heard stories about people that are HIV positive and they purposely go out and have oh, sex yes. with people. She said, Usher, don't kill me <laughs> no, right people now. People do that stuff all the time. Apparently R. Kelly doesn't seem to think that it is illegal for him to spread herpes. Anyway, but I the AIDS thing I heard that rumor too. I, I didn't I thought that was like a little bit of a what do they call it? No, like a conspiracy that. theory? What? That people would... That probably happened one time. No, but people take the needles with HIV. And, and I remember in New York on Halloween one year, people were taking people the People get HIV arrested all the and... time for, for not disclosing their status and infecting people with HIV and shit. Yeah. Nasty. Still, <sighs> mass people do that. Wow. Anyway. Sorry anyway. to break it to you, Solitaire. No. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe on these streets, Well, man. basically, the good news is... Wash your ass, wash your hands. Mm-hmm. Anytime you leave the house, do your best to bring some kind of sanita- san- you know, hand sanitizer with you. Um, if you are that concerned, buy yourself a pack of rubber gloves and wear them outside. Like I'm actually planning on buying myself a pair of like, you know, 
I, I don't know if you could call them summer gloves or I'm gonna call them car or like uh, uh, race car gloves, gloves that are, are that are socially acceptable to wear outside during the day during the summer. But can I uh, know, give you a little uh, something that I've learned? Uh oh, <clears throat> you gonna pepper me? No, not necessarily. It's just a lot of people are uh, misjudging how safe gloves are. Now, mm -hmm. here's the thing. Uh, the same way we were talking about all these surfaces that uh, the virus will adhere to. And mm -hmm. depending on what the surface is made of, how long it'll stick to it, right? Mm -hmm. The virus will stick much longer to a glove than it will to your hands. Mm -hmm. So yes. you're better off being out there with your hands as long as you don't touch your face. Mm -hmm. Once you get home you and you wash yeah. your hands, you're good. But if you're out there touching stuff with those gloves and then you get home, you take those gloves off. Or even and you, when you get in your car, anywhere, and you touch your, that yeah. the virus, if you are, if you're, and the thing is that it gives you a false sense of security when you're wearing those gloves out there and you're more liable to touch more things than you normally wouldn't if you weren't wearing the gloves. So it's probably a better idea to not wear gloves when you're out there. You'll be more cognizant of what you touch with your hands. And once you get home and you wash your hands, you're good. But the thing will still be on those gloves when you throw them down on your counter, or if, wherever you want to stick those gloves after you take them off when you. Get uh, I, you know, you do it like as you do it like a surgeon, man. You take it off before you even come in the house. Like you take them off, like you roll them inside out, and and then what? You wash them. You put them where? Well, you no. throw them in the garbage. No, you get the. This is what I do. So I have. Have it. You throw it in the garbage. Yeah, because thing. My mom. So my mom works uh, for a healthcare company, right? So she. Mm -hmm. We always had like those blue gloves in her house. So what I do is when I when I went, I think I went to Walmart a couple weeks ago to go pick up some stuff. So I put one glove on one hand, and then the other hand I kept empty because I was like, if I'm touching stuff with the glove hand. I'm not going to reach into my purse to get my card with the glove hands to get my debit card because it's going to stay on those surfaces. So I kept the one hand naked so I could grab that stuff with that hand and then touch the stuff that I want to get. How ridiculous life has become. I know. Grab <laughs> <laughs> the stuff from the store oh with the glove hand. That's what you, do. you have to do it with just one hand. And that makes then sense. Go then I, but Solitaire is talking about buying like biker gloves to rock. Oh, no, no, you can't do everywhere. that. You have to get the disposable and then just throw them out in the trash can outside Walmart once you're done and then go home. I think no. it's best that you guys just go out there no with gloves. your hands and just wash your yeah, hands when you get home. As long as you're out there, just don't touch your face. That's the golden rule. Don't touch I'm your face. I'm going 50 50. One mm. covered, one naked. There you go. <laughs> All right. All right. One, one foot in the pool, one foot out. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Right, but cool. we can but we can break the chain though. Let's talk about breaking this chain because that was a worst case scenario that you just mentioned in terms of sick right. driver sneezing and coughing, transfers it to the package, sneezes on your package, shakes your hand, you touch Licks your his face, hand, wipes your package, <laughs> all that good stuff. All kind of things. So here's how you can break the chain. So you can leave if you get it if you're talking about packages, leave the package at your door for a few hours. You could do that. Or you can bring it inside or leave it and leave it right inside your door, then wash your hands. And then you can, you know, basically let it sit outside for a day, bun off the virus. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're still consider if you're still concerned that there's any viruses on the package, wipe down the exterior with disinfectant. That's pretty much what I do it. Or you can open the package while you're outside and leave the package packaging outside in the recycling and then uh, wash your hands again. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, groceries, same approach. This is pretty much what I do. Uh, when you're in the grocery store, make sure you keep away from other customers as much as possible. Uh, 
load, you know, just like to Reddy's point, just put stuff in the basket, you know, make sure you don't touch your face while you're shopping. Here's the thing that I saw that I don't, I can't do this when I'm shopping and I can't not, not do this. (laughs) (laughs) Cause someone was recommending to people when you're shopping, you have to decide what you want before you touch anything and then you can take it. But once you touch something, you're committed to to taking it. I can't do that. Oh, why not? What are you talking about? The only thing, only sometimes I want to look at something and read the ingredients, ingredients or something. I want to put it back if I decide I don't want this thing. But we can't do that. No more. He's recommending is saying once you have to just look at stuff and decide what you want and make that decision. But once you pick it up, you got to take yours. See, you see, you you are clear. You're one of those browsers that you like go from aisle to aisle, don't you? I do. You, like, you go I up. Do. And, yeah, see, that's <laughs> I I go with a I I hate shopping, so I, I go. Shopping. I want to know. I know what I need. <laughs> I and I look at the aisles. I'm the guy that's looking at the top of the aisles. Is the flower in this aisle? Because if not, I'm not going. I'm not, in this and aisle. if you go down the aisle, you're so pissed off that the yeah. flower's not in the aisle. You see. See, I'm I, I memorize the layout of my grocery store so when I do my meal prep. I make my list in the order of the first things in the front, then to the bread aisle, then to the whatever aisles I need, then I'm out. Yeah, and the one you know, you know, you know what really helped me with grocery shopping was really revealing. I don't know if you guys have ever heard about like I've watched a lot of documentaries about the the science of the layout of the grocery store. Yeah, and basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. And basically. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, you go to the produce section, like any anything in the aisles is fuckery that you don't really need. Yeah. You could, mm-hmm. you can everything to your, the outside is the health. Everything stuff. you need is on the outside. Yeah. So as soon as you start in going in the aisles, that's when you start getting into Pop Tarts and Cheese Whiz and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Once I saw that, I realized it's the same for every grocery store. Every grocery store I've gone to, the layout is pretty it's much exactly the same. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's either on one, the, the, the produce is either on the extreme right or the extreme left. That was a game changer to me because i'm like you know what i'm not gonna be a sucker anymore you're not gonna force me the way that you want me to make i still don't mind going up and down the aisles though because i love grocery shopping (laughs) you're weird Mm -hmm. why do you like grocery shopping so much i do not like it you know what you know where i browse where i browse at actually is home depot that's my that's where i'll browse. Oh, i can man. i'll go oh, God. i used to love going to ikea too just to watch <laughs> ikea is pretty good like oh. real, like, I can watch IKEA. that's different grocery shopping i love grocery yeah shopping. old people like to go grocery shopping nina old people like to go to stores and walk around <laughs> so, I, so, I. Um, so with uh Going back to again breaking the chain with the grocery uh, grocery stuff, buying stuff, you know, in the in the grocery store, stay away, don't touch your face. When you get home, put your groceries away and then wash your hands. Or like me, we before we put our groceries away, we'll take them out of the bag, put them on the contaminated table, and then I will take the items one at a time, wipe it down, and then put it away. Um, so there's various ways that you could do it. Then obviously anything that you do, anything that you touch that hasn't been wiped down, wash your hands afterwards. Um, and taking the, taking stuff like cereal out of the box is also helpful as well. Washing fruits and vegetables is pretty much common sense. So if you take these basic precautions, washing your hands constantly, and if you are a black man or woman, make sure you keep a nice jar of cocoa butter handy because your hands will crack like alligator skin. Oh, my Um, gosh. 
my, for real though, my hands have yeah. been getting really dry. Real thing, yeah. It's not like white dry. Yeah. Straight up. Straight yeah. up. Holy That's moly. true. All this washing. And uh, remember that accepting a package from your, you know, from your Uber Eats or Dine and Dash or whatever, or from DoorDash. Amazon. It's called DoorDash. DoorDash yeah. Is is relatively it's relatively your risk is relatively minimal if you are taking the necessary precautions. So there you go. So stay safe out there about that, man. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Three more months. It's a weird world we're living in. It's it, not it, a world. Just think back. I mean, I don't know how much you remember, Nina, about uh, I don't know how much you remember when nine eleven happened, but you realize yeah, you realize like me, me, Misha and, and Reddy, you remember how much shit changed after 9-11. This is that time. That's what I'm saying. This is thousand. 9-11, yeah. To, on steroids. It's going to change the way we communicate. Like, everybody, yeah. like, places that were never considering letting their workers work from home are now letting the workers work from home, which means that that was always a possibility. You know, movie theaters, the movie experience, like, you know, streaming is exploding and nobody's going to see any blockbuster films. You know, the way that we experience life is is is, is going to be significantly different this time of year, next year. Yeah, I don't think I would have wanted to remember the change after 9-11 since I'm brown. It probably wouldn't have been good. <laughs> well, welcome. This is your turn now. Yo, man, to walk through the airport with a bottle of a bottle of, you know, a bottle of water and foodas and didn't have to take off their shoes. Really? Nothing. Oh, see that? Yeah, that, I, I'm not used to that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't travel at the age of six. Yeah, well, so I mean, it, it, we're, we're 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 really seeing you. Know, we're in the middle of of uh, a huge shift. Yeah, just wash your hands. Yeah, just wash your hands. That's but here's it, like, here's like for example, I just wanted to go into into music news. Then, like, no, no, let's let's touch on some of these other topics here too, because uh, you put. Oh, this... you want to go into you want to go into that because that's. No, but I, I mean, I was saying for these last ones, we can just touch on them real quick. We don't have to spend go into in depth, but with this whole. The shopping thing is something people will have to deal with. So that's why I was like, let's talk about this. But the rest of this stuff, let's just breeze through them real quick before we get into music, if you want. Uh, what, what do you think? Because I was going to say these, this stuff can be topics for conversation all on their own, like lengthy, lengthier conversations, especially to do the, the stuff together. But okay. I mean, we could talk. All right. Well, let's go to music. Especially then. the especially the uh, the david suzuki one like the way because that's kind of what we're talking about really which is that's what i'm hoping we... for okay well, well uh, i'm just uh, no no we can touch on it another time we can talk about it next week because that topic's yeah. not going away anytime soon yeah exactly but, exactly um, yeah i'm but just this... it's my hope though david suzuki just for everybody that maybe hasn't seen it that he's hoping that this experience will help us change the way we live our lives, maybe for the for better, sure. hopefully, especially giving us a new perspective about how we see ourselves in the world, which is what mm. I'm really hoping for. I um, mean, look at look at how America is becoming a, a, a socialist nation beyond its but, its no, its deepest desires. No, no, like no. It's but they're fears. they're oblivious to that right now. They don't. They're doing what they need to in the time being, but they're not thinking long term in terms of these things are helpful and we should implement these things. They're going to go right back to the way things were. Of course, but I think that you know, kind of touching on that whole this whole shift. The thing is, I, I've been listening to because I'm just uh you know I'm just obsessed 
with getting with listening to podcasts with people talking about like listening to the New York Times the Daily and and front and uh, and front burner on CBC and the way that and they're they're really highlighting certain things and one of them specifically is about how the healthcare system in America even though like I know on the show we talked about how they have some of the best. The, the hospitals that are considered the best hospitals in the world. Of course they it's are. A, it's a for-profit health system. Right. And but- as a result, there was no way, like there, you know, like there was no way that they were going to be prepared for a pandemic because they're basically, their, their model is based on reducing the amount of overhead costs for a, for hospital. And it's like, you know, you fill up a hospital, then it's the costs are going to be raised and you know what I mean? Like it taxes the system. And it's like, basically if you're going to have a hospital with 500 beds, it's worse than be... that. It's worse. I mean, that, I'm just, that's just, that's just skimming the surface. But what I'm saying is it's way in more Canada, insidious than that. Yeah. But go on. And firing the pandemic response team doesn't help either. Yeah. So anyway, like the, we'll, let's, let's see how I think now people in America, because nope. Trump can't, Trump can't lie about this. He can't finesse his way out of this. They're There's not... real lies that, that are going to be, you know, that are going to be caught in the balance. And let's hope that they realize nope. the benefit of <laughs> universal health care. <laughs> Ready Fox has no fo- hope for you, Americans. They don't care about their people. They are, they're just going to get through this as best they can and go yeah. right back to business. It's as funny. Usual. I was having this conversation. You remember they're talking about uh, Trump's claim that they sent the military to the Canadian border. <laughs> I had this conversation where basically the military is not to prevent Canadians from going into America. It's to prevent Americans from leaving the U.S. Good. Yeah, <laughs> US like, yeah, good. You guys got to stay here. You guys ain't, you guys ain't getting freedom in Canada. You guys got to stay down here. They're going to start their own underground railroad just now. So try to come over here. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so, you know, like we were saying, when we we're looking for topics for the show, especially in music news and other news, like it's just how pervasive this pandemic, it's affected album releases, it's affected music releases. But oh. one person who was not feeling a ways or not concerned about uh, releasing his album during this pandemic is The Weeknd, okay. who recently released his album After Hours. Uh, it became his fourth number one album on the Billboard charts. But uh, this album is doing incredibly well considering Why? they were actually hesitant on releasing it. Why? Because uh, the Tell thing me is... Why? Totally- well, Reddy Fox, I know you like to stick your head in the mud like an ostrich, but typically when artists release these albums, they're doing promo tours, they're doing radio tours, they're out there doing album signings, they're yeah. doing appearances, and Not- they felt like the promotional rollout for this album uh, with la- or lack thereof, like they would go on talk shows and and all the you know, all of these Asinine. things that put down. That uh, they would not get the the marketing reach for the album to do. Of, I'm just saying. I'm just saying the thinking. That's what they were thinking. No, but obviously, Weekend agrees with you. So could, you can let me finish. <laughs> it, bo- it blows but, my mind. I'm sorry. It blows my mind. Yeah, no, I feel you. But obviously, the Weekend agrees with you. And uh, you know, he had announced a long time ago that the album will be coming out on March 20. 20th. And as the pandemic and the restrictions started to get more and more severe. 
his label was a little bit concerned. Like Lady Gaga postponed her own project. She had an album coming out called Chromatica. She ridiculous foolishness, <laughs> foolish. <laughs> Can postponement well, of the album? People, listen to me. Listen to me. Okay. Talk to things, Ready Fox. And you guys tell me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. There's never been a better time for an A-list Thank artist you. to release an thing. album. What else are we doing? But That's what I was thinking. You have a captive audience. You don't need to... Pro- Thank you. You guys. What are you thinking? If, if Drake put out an album right now, do you know what kind of streaming numbers he would do? The Weeknd yeah. got a billion streams in one week. And think Drake's dropping a single tonight, too. He so... Does. Is it tonight? I know. It's right. yeah. stupid. If, if you, you're, they're thinking about spending money on promo. The, people are people music. are stuck in their homes right now. Oh, they got nothing but to do but listen to music or watch movies or TV unless Makes no sense. some of give us them, are also reading give books. Them, give them the weekend stats for, for the first week of his, of his release there, ready so, for lay, so, lay it on him, String I, Bean. It, it angers me that... Okay, before we even... I can see. I can see. That's why I'm let you... No, but, okay, you no, but you guys... You guys I want to ask your opinion now because this is it. Like, were were their fears justified in being worried about releasing an album in this climate right now? You guys, think, tell me what you think. I don't think. think they should be worried about um, people listening to the music or being able to receive it. Okay, fine, you can't go on your press junkets to promote the album, but what are people doing right now? Nothing. Give them the music. All we can do is stream. <laughs> no, it just I don't know. Maybe they're just stuck in the idea of like the natural flow of things. That's what I come to releasing yeah. a record. That's what I think too cuz I think I feel like people are scared of change and so like mm-hmm. because it's a changing environment they weren't really taking into account the positive that could come out of it and how it could be a better income. Um yeah. But that's what I thought of at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, why wouldn't you want to release, uh, like, get on, if you were thinking about starting a podcast, do it now. Or if you were thinking about, I don't know, like, a movie or something, exactly. like, a movie, all of that, like, right now. You have because- the world's attention. Okay. Look at how many people watch Tory Lane's Instagram Live. Like, yesterday with three, <laughs> over 300,000. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> that was the record for Instagram Live because nobody has anything else to do. Yeah. Every day, it's more and more people. If you released a new mm-hmm. album tomorrow, Tory Lane's, would you listen to it? What? yeah and he's releasing one next week actually here you go i don't understand it makes no sense to me anyways the album passed 1 billion streams in its first week uh the first day saw 100 million streams in the first Mm -hmm. day the album was released um so it's been the top 12 spots on uh the apple music top 100 like this doesn't make sense to me why you would even question whether or not to release if you're an a-list artist more so than anything else like obviously if you're an A-list artist, you already have a built-in fan base. They're going to mm-hmm. listen to your album regardless. But there so are a anyways, lot of people that just because are... because it's you. But you're going to get a lot of other people listening to it mm-hmm. because they're just like, what else do I have to do right now? I'll check out his album. Yeah. Well, guess what, uh, Ready Fox? The music industry uh, executives have been wrong in the past. <laughs> they will be wrong again in the future. It's... And they were clearly wrong on this one. This is a side mm-hmm. note from... Uh, music to movies though because I was looking forward to the Marvel Black Widow movie that was supposed to be coming out in May which obviously is not going to happen now that's a guaranteed money maker that I assume they'll wait to put it in theaters but couldn't they put it on Disney Plus right now yeah and 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 subscriptions would go through go crazy you'll get your movie money I want to see that Black Widow movie if they put that on Disney Plus right now, I, I would subscribe to it. 
I mm-hmm. want to see that movie for whatever. What's the well, cost to subscribe I mean, to it? Seven ninety nine or something like that. I think eight. Right. The seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine. I have I no idea. Eight, whatever yeah. it is, whatever it is, well, it's, is, it's less like than the price it's... I would have paid for the ticket for the movie to go see it. Which I, I feel would've... like because it's brand new, they don't. They're just scared right now. So this is going to be the next couple of months, and I'm pretty sure they'll adjust and give us something <laughs> that we've been waiting for, movie wise or music wise. They need to release that. Um... Falcon and uh, Winter Soldier series. Now they should Disney Plus. If I you guys are Disney, listening to this, streaming. like you guys, all <laughs> those release dates that you guys had planned for just release them, fam. At this point, can you guys not just, yeah, what Misha Give said? Give it to us. <laughs> Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. I think here's my here's my favorite stat. Here's my favorite stat about the Weekends album. <laughs> the album had like I don't know I didn't know how many songs, but basically all the songs held the top twelve spots on Apple Music 100 top 100. Oh, that's what that meant. It held the top twelve spots. Okay, all the songs were in the top twelve. Yeah, crazy. in the top twelve. That's crazy. Wow. Anyways, shouts out to the weekend because that boy good. Mm-hmm. That Have you guys heard the album? You listen to it? Nope. No. I don't listen to it. <laughs> I wasn't was me on the streams. No. Why? Why? Nope. Wow, once, he went, guys... once he went Starboy, it was game over for me. I have mean, <laughs> all respect for that Scarborough man. All of it. He's starting to sound like Whoa. a Calabasas kid or something. Like, wow. What? Wow. Wow. That's how I really feel. Wow. I wasn't expecting Jeez, that. I was, I neither really, was I. I was, I was like, what? So. So like adversarial, like no, I didn't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan anymore. And none of you guys listen to it? No, no, I don't like Weekend because he's always talking about drugs and dying. He's and I, I love life and love. Didn't and... <laughs> <laughs> you just say it was all over not too long ago? Throw, throw life away. Throw life away. That's what you just Oh, <laughs> because we're in a pandemic, Nina. You know, I will get a little say, irrational sometimes. I, I will say <laughs> the weekend is is, is is quite the he's like the he's like the anti pop star pop star because he's a he's like a real not not in himself, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. Not a he's not a bubblegum artist, but he's a bubblegum <laughs> pop star. Who sings some real dark fucked up shit? Thank you. And these kids don't realize that they're taking this stuff into their heads. Like, do these drugs? Do these drugs? Like, like, I can't feel my face. Is about getting Mm -hmm. fucked up, and it was a number one smash pop record. That's the thing that really kind of blows my mind about his brand. And I mean, he like. I saw him perform recently uh, last summer and I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you got it. Like he's a real legit star, but it's just interesting how he's, is his crossover. Like, I'm like, you guys don't hear what he's saying. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you just say, well, you know, he sounds you know, like Michael exactly. Jackson. He sounds Thank like Michael you. Jackson. I like They're his voice. They're literally not paying that. attention to the lyrics yeah, at all. I just ever. listened to the J electronica a couple of days ago. Oh, there and, you go. And you were, and you was it everything you've ever dreamt of? Oh, oh my God! Yes. 
I did. I wasn't expecting that much J. I didn't know a that J, much J. I'm sorry, J Z, because there's J Electronica. Jay-Z, not Electronica. And, yeah, yeah, like they're. Oh my. Oh. Yeah. Nice. You're welcome oh. to the party. You're late, mad late. Yeah, but again, you know why? Because I'm quarantining and chilling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I put it off too to long. It? Let me mm-hmm. put this on right now. What else do I have to do at this moment? But when I, you get to it, you get to it. But I am reading quite a bit, and I'm enjoying that mm-hmm. a lot. Just saying. Yes. That's what, yes. that's what I'm doing. I got All the right. fire in the background. Yes, the crackling fire. You don't hear the the thing I crackle. (laughs) I can hear it, you know. I was wondering what that was. Oh, you you guys can hear the crackling fire? (laughs) Yeah. I just, I I was like, oh. Ready's sipping on some red wine. (laughs) The fireplace. I'll mute it. Oh, let me mute it. I'm furious. I didn't know you guys could hear it. Are you quarantining alone? What's going on over there? Are you are you are you wearing a are you wearing like a velvet robe? Are you are you wearing a smoking a smoker's jacket with an ascot? Yeah, with an ascot. Anyway, last but not we got we got to wrap this up. We got to wrap this up. But last last but not least, R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle. Uh, he died a year ago, uh, March thirty first. That was this past Tuesday. Was the one year anniversary of his death. He was thirty three years old. So tragic. On the cusp of some people, you know, I don't like to make these kind of like hyperbolic comments, but some people were comparing him, calling him the next Tupac. He was the first Nipsey Hussle. Uh, He was on the cusp of really breaking into superstardom and was gunned down in Los Angeles in front of his clothing store on March 31st, 2019. He was remembered and celebrated by celebrities, athletes, and fans around the world. So tragic, man. Like, that one, I'm not a big, like, I I don't necessarily go out the window and, like, cry over the loss of, like, celebrities who get murdered or killed or whatever. It's sad. Don't get me wrong. I mourn and I say rest in peace. But this one, I've particularly affected me specifically because of his movement and what he like the vibe that he was on where he came from and where he was going he was he really moved like a king and a leader that was a huge mm-hmm. loss for hip-hop mm-hmm. so it's good to see that uh it's good to see people like russell westbrook and isaiah thomas posted about him on on his uh on the day um the clippers organization like I mean, they actually had like a dedicated shirt and sneakers for you know in honor of his of his death anniversary of his death. So we just want to send our condolences out, of course, to his family and everybody who has suffered that great loss. And R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. So sad. So sad. And uh, yeah, man. So that's about it for this episode uh, eleven. No, no, um, no. We still um, we're, we're gonna do a tea drop, tea. man. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Well, you you got a lot of editing work to do. I'm, I don't envy you. Dude, uh, no, we got no to... editing. We're gonna do one no take, editing. man. We're just, just gonna, gonna do put it out. One take raw. We're just gonna put just it out. Gonna... Ain't no editing around here. Yeah, called uncensored okay. <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. Uh, shit. We've been. Just we a quick little. I have. I've been caught up with Corona. I ain't got. I didn't get any time for the tea drops. I bet you Misha knows about some celebrity who has the corona that they haven't told the public yet. 
Oh, she got. I'm she not got talking about Corona in the tea. I okay. don't care. I'm Corona out. Oh, okay. okay. Is, oh. is Corona less tea? Oh, I. That's, yes. You know what, Misha? I appreciate that so much. Look, I'm giving you the real life. <laughs> the praying hands. Yes, I'm giving. I'm giving right. you the real life. You know what people said? Apparently, that this is not praying hands. It's two people giving each other a high, high five. Two people clapping, yeah. high fives, giving high fives. No, that looks like why are they someone. Both, why are they both wearing the same jacket? That's stupid. The same colored shirt. Those people there's, where there's like there's like a little like glowy stuff around it, you know, like it's like heaven praying, right? Oh, well, they should have made one hand black and one hand white. That that's you know, yes. you, know, you know who came up? You know who started that rumor? A devil worshiper. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay, so I have some quick tea. All right, tea. Um, we that is the not tea, about man. Corona. Miss Misha, and we, we missed the tea. Ah, uh, I know. I miss pouring it. I do. <laughs> okay, Give girl. So Rihanna is um, on the cover of British Vogue this month, and she did a full interview with them. And during the interview, she talks about um, how different her life will be in 10 years from her current situation of running multiple businesses and becoming the billionaire that she almost is. Oh, really? And she says the main difference will be um, she'll have a couple kids running around, she says, and I quote, I'll have kids, three or four of them. What was the, and time- one- what was the timeline? Within the next 10 years. Oh, okay. Three or four of them, she said she'll have. And she said she's open to doing it on her own. She said, I feel like society makes me want to feel like, oh, you got it wrong. They diminish you as a mother if there's no dad for your in your kids' lives. But the only thing that matters is happiness. That's the only healthy relationship between a parent and a child. That's the only thing that can raise a child truly is love. Hmm. Girl, that's facts. And, and a billionaire single mother, I think she'll be all I right. I just okay. You know my problem with this line. Let me let me. Um, <laughs> oh, so she said specifically quote. she's gonna have a baby, but she doesn't want she didn't, a, the relationship. No, she didn't say that. That's where she's headed. She's saying that that's, she doesn't have an issue with she's taking let, that on as yeah, an she's, option. Yeah, she's not letting that stop her. No matter what, guaranteed, she's exactly. going to have. She's children, going to have a baby with or, or without a man. Yeah. Um, my only thing is when um, she says they diminish you as a mother if there's not a dad in your kid's life. Um, I don't think it's she's comparing mother and father instead of the value of both of them in their lives. You know, I don't know. That just kind of rubbed me the wrong way um, in that. Well, I don't think she's talking about herself. I think she's talking about the people, which I do agree with in society. They kind of. Look you down know. on single mothers more so than yeah. uh, the yeah. unit of that's, the mother father thing. I think that's facts. I don't think mm-hmm. she's. I don't think she's trying to diminish it or like or try to say that it's. But for her reasoning to say that I'm I'm going to um, become a single mother to prove that single mothers um, are worthy of the praise that they get, I don't know. That motivation to me is just a little bit off. To be honest, uh, that's not the way I took it. Okay. Mm. Right. Anyways, <laughs> that's where I took it. I don't know. I. It just seems like I don't know why your motivation would be. To, anyways, um, moving on. Drake is set to produce Forty Eight Laws of Power, a series for Quibi. It's going to be on one a new streaming app. If you haven't had, I don't know how many of them do we have right now. Oh, who knows? Gazillion streaming. But apps. if Drake so, starts an app, people will get it. I know. <laughs> So the app is called Quibi. Um, so Q U I B I. I think that's how I pronounce it. I oh, don't it's, know. A, it's a battle, a battle rap station. It's mm-hmm. a, no, it stands for Quick 
bites because it's like I don't you know when they came up with it I was like why did they even bother making this app yeah, you've heard of this before yeah they there was it was on the news a couple of weeks ago it's literally for 10 minute videos and I was oh, like What's the so point? the series is going to be 10 minute videos and then you film <laughs> it like with your phone horizontal mm-hmm. so it's like Instagram TV on another app or like YouTube on another app like I don't mm-hmm. understand the point well, the series is called 48 Laws of Power. So according to The Hollywood Reporter, the short form streaming service, Quibi, which is set to launch April 6th, has uh, greenlit the series 48 Laws of Power from the best-selling book by Robert Greene. Um, and he is executive producing it, Drake. The book it was first published in 1998 and has been a favorite, obviously, of all the hip-hop heads, um, quotes, nonstop from the book from Drake, Jay-Z, Kanye West, and many others. So, um, yeah, that's coming soon. So I guess it's going to be 10 minutes or less each series. We'll see. I guess, yeah. But, you know, if Drake's going on it, people will watch it. Because I was wondering, I'm like, no one's going to use this app. But if he's on it, mm-hmm. well, if he's producing whatever. Yeah, if he has a series it. on it, people are, oh, my God. What's they made a good move with that. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen Lamar Odom on Drink Champs? No. Doesn't that, that sound like an oxymoron? Crackhead basketball player? <laughs> Doesn't that not sound like an oxymoron? <laughs> he has no business being on Drink Champs. Uh-oh. But he did go on Drink Champs and shit got really loose. <laughs> you don't say. They almost got into a full-blown altercation. Um, yeah. Because um, oh. you could tell in the clip that he was inebriated. And at one point, it appeared that Lamar and Nori were about to come to blows. In the sneak peek clip, the former NBA player says, I feel disrespected while slurring his words. And at this point, he may have been highly intoxicated because he was talking all over the place and He's not making had, like, sense. Uh, substance abuse issues exactly. in the past. Exactly. The man so almost died in a brothel it's over It's not a overdose. good idea for him to be on a show where you're just drinking nonstop. Thank you. As Solace here goes to Google search Lamar. <laughs> episode. It should be out. This was reported from last week. <laughs> Amps YouTube. Yeah. You just love her? drama. Yeah. You love drama so much, Solitaire. <laughs> Trying to act like he doesn't. You welcome the TV dropping. Oh, this kind of drama. That's, this kind of drama, I'm all in. I, that's like, not I'm my first thought to be like, I need to Google this and see it immediately. <laughs> to see if it's up oh, yet. But it is up about? yet. I heard it's a hot flaming mess. He also goes into um, his relationship with um, the Kardash and that situation. Misha, how we felt. Misha, you haven't watched it? I haven't watched it yet, no. Nina, have you no. seen this? No, oh. but I'm kind of interested. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> I might take it in after, but yeah, that's the tea drops I got. <laughs> okay, no, that's cool. All right, man. That's a, that's, that wasn't a good idea. Oh, that wasn't a it good idea. Was a great no solitary. No, he was a recovering was. addict. He almost died. Solitary. Like he almost overdosed. Like solitary. how many times, bro? You call me out for saying that I like to laugh at people's <laughs> downfalls, and here you are, right here now. Goes. <laughs> no, but see the difference. Watching the train crash. Okay, so here's the difference. If you have all the means by which to get help and you don't that's on you and i am allowed to watch that train crash in mm-hmm. and, and, but and you enjoy it any, he's doing it for me why you know is what? he going there i think it's a scorpio thing 
I do not agree with me though. Do you not agree with me though? I just I think you secretly like to watch everyone's downfall, just like me. No, no, not not. (laughs) honestly. I'm scared of you, Scorpios. Then not everybody's down. I don't just like to watch people's downfall. I just like people to get what they deserve. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like revenge. Yeah, yeah. Terrible. How is that? How is that terrible? How is that terrible? I wish you get what you deserve. I did not wish. I did not wish. I said, oh, I will okay. watch you sounds, get what you deserve. Oh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm like that too, though. I, I, I hear you. I don't, I, I'm not going to like. It sounds you know, like a toxic brand of vindictive karma. <laughs> yes. That's all, that's all yes. it is. Definitely vindictive karma. That's all Listen, that's some Scorpio deep Scorpio. It's not like that. Like I'm just saying, like if somebody, like if one of you guys fell off the chair right now, I'd start laughing and post. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Would you still be concerned about me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like after yeah. I'm like, are you okay? But like I'd start laughing. You know? Okay, Thanks. yo guys. Uh, okay, we gotta wrap this up. Yes, yeah, let's, let's wrap, wrap it up. up. <laughs> but uh, it's been great talking to you guys. It's been great seeing you guys on Google Hangout. You're truly solitaire. DJ Ready Fox, Miss Misha Gay, No Better Nina. A va- va- oh, sorry, hashtag uncensored. <laughs> yes, it's, it's a, habitual, but it's true. We, it shouts out to Vibe. That is the home team, as usual, representing for them as well. But this is hashtag uncensored, yes. and that is it for this episode. We will record, and you'll hear from us again next week. Until then, wash your ass, <laughs> wash your hands, wash your groceries. Wash your, Wash your groceries. Wash your stay dollar for your bills. Your and bills. Stay away from other and, people. And stay inside. All right. Peace. Peace.